Hello and welcome to Georgia's Poetry Workshop. This is episode eight. I can't believe that I've been doing this for eight weeks. It's quite amazing, really. So thank you so much for being here uh, and for sticking around. Uh, it's it's feels fantastic and it's really exciting to be able to talk about poetry every single week and I just love it. So I really appreciate you being here and listening in and I hope you find the workshops really useful. I've noticed in the last few days that suddenly everyone's feeling quite nostalgic. I think it's the time of year, that kind of post spring break feeling where I say spring break because I'm a teacher. So (laughs) I get that kind of a couple weeks in April off usually. So around me, people have started talking about things from their childhood. There must be something about quite nostalgic about the sun coming out maybe and remembering like playing outside perhaps and and yesterday while uh, I was at uni someone was talking about nursery rhymes they brought in a poem that is quite well known it was written they said in 1899 and it's called Antigonish now most people won't know that title, Antigonish, but the other title is I Met a Man Who Wasn't There. And this is a really interesting poem because reading it, I thought, oh, this this is firstly perhaps written for children. And I assume that because of the rhyme scheme. But in fact, you know, there are some adult themes in this. Um, potentially is a kind of discussion on mental health, but also it links to this obsession that Victorians had with the kind of gothic. And it made me think about ideas of the doppelganger um, and ideas of the kind of suppressed self that comes up in stories like Jekyll and Hyde, where someone's kind of um, being pushed down deep down inside you and you don't want to let them out for fear of society kind of um, ostracizing you, making you into an outsider and you know usually this side does come out in these stories and there's a kind of evil to it or a ghoulishness or a ghostliness and um it's suggested that actually Antigonish is, a, is an actual place and that the this is about someone being haunted by a ghost so I'm going to read this because it's quite fun and it introduces us to this idea of kind of childhood nonsense rhymes that we're going to think about today Antigonish, I Met a Man Who Wasn't There, by Hughes Mearns. Yesterday upon the stair, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. I wish, I wish he'd go away. When I came home last night at three, the man was waiting there for me. But when I looked around the hall, I couldn't see him there at all. Go away, go away. Don't you come back any more. Go away, go away, and please don't slam the door. Slam. Last night I saw upon the stair a little man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. Oh, how I wish he'd go away. Super creepy, (laughs) really. Um, And and if you have a look at the poem online, I'm looking at poets.org at the moment, um 
you can see that there's ellipses used, uh, like, you know, this idea that this is a never ending kind of cycle that, that this person's going to keep appearing or, or rather not appearing and haunting, haunting the speaker. You can sort of hear why children would really enjoy this, this poem through the kind of rhyme. And what was pointed out yesterday during the class was how amazing rhyme is for remembering things. And one of the poems that I'm going to read later, I actually know off by heart because I read it so much out loud when I was a child. We're going to think about nonsense poems today. And what's really, I find really fascinating about nonsense poems is that they kind of aren't nonsense at all. Somehow we understand them, even though most of the words are kind of made up. So, of course, we have to start with the Lewis Carroll, the Jabberwocky. So I'm going to read that to you now. Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll. Twas brillig and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wabe, or mimsy were the borogoves and the mome raths outgrabe. Beware the Jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the jubjub bird, and shun the frumious bandersnatch. He took his vorpal sword in hand, long time the maxome foe he sought. So rested he by the tum-tum tree, and stood a while in thought. And, as in uffish thought he stood, the jabberwock, with eyes of flame, came whiffling through the tolgy wood, and burbled as it came, one, two, one, two, and through and through the vorpal blade went snicker-snack. He left it dead, and with its head he went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. O frabjous day, kaloo kalay, he chortled in his joy. T'was brillig, and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wabe. Or mimsy were the borogoves, and the momraths outgrabe. I love this poem. It's so exciting. It feels like a real adventure. And because this creature has been created by Carol, we get to create we, we get to imagine our own version of it. Everyone will probably have a different idea about what this creature looks like. And that's something I think's really clever about this piece. And of course, um this poem has had quite a big impact on culture. I mean, I'm saying this thinking about <laughs> thinking about a pub in London there's, uh, or a bar in London that's actually called Calucale that makes quite good cocktails. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's such a fun one. I think a lot of um, schools look at it as well. Probably is a really great way of starting students thinking about art as well not just written but sort of drawing their own version of the Jabberwocky so the second um well the third poem third and final poem that I know of by heart is by Spike Milligan and I got this poem from the children's poetry archive it is one of my top poems of all time I think and the reason is because it's fun and it also is probably my earliest memory of 
loving a poem for the noises that it makes, for the sounds. Um, you, you probably will know it. It's called On the Ning Nang Nong. On the Ning Nang Nong, where the cows go bong and the monkeys all say boo. There's a Nong Nang Ning, where the trees go ping and the teapots jibber jabber jew. On the Nong Ning Nang, all the mice go clang and you just can't catch them when they do. So it's Ning Nang Nong, the cows go bong. Nong Nang Ning, trees go ping. Nong Ning Nang, the mice go clang. What a noisy place to belong is the ni- Ning Nang Ning Nang Nong. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I really, I I find this so excitable and I just imagine loads of things dancing around (laughs) Uh, and lots of noise and clatter and it's, I remember the cover of this book I had, um, it was blue and shiny and had lots of little images all over it and so I kind of relate the cover to this particular poem Um, I think it was an anthology of children's poems and this one really stood out to me. I've been thinking a little bit about why these nonsense poems sort of make sense to us and I realised that in both of these um, they both start and we kind of understand that what the word what word class these kind of uh, nonsense words fall into. So what I mean by that is in the Jabberwocky by Carol, he starts, "'Twas Brillig and the Slithy Toves." So Brillig, immediately, because we can contextualise it, is an adjective, it describes something, "'Twas Brillig." So in our heads we're like, okay, well, what do we think Brillig means? And the Slithy Toves, again, Slithy feels like an adjective and Toves feels like a noun. So it's a place, perhaps. Um, and so we sort of start making these words fit into, into this, I suppose it's an act of translation that we're doing here, which is quite exciting. And so we, we fit these words into our understanding of language and structure. And when it comes to on the Ning Nang Nong, on the Ning Nang Nong feels like a place. Um, I always think of it as as some kind of um, field with lots of grass waving in different colours. I suppose that's because the cows are on there. So on the Ning Nang Nong feels like a kind of place as well um, where the cows go bong. And I don't know why, you know, I imagine them hitting their tails against their like backs, backsides um, and creating a, a sound. So it's, I think it's interesting when we're thinking about creating nonsense poems that perhaps then they're not quite so nonsensical and that's why we enjoy them as well it's like it gives us permission to create new words and think about things in in another um another way that causes us to have to really dig into our imagination and there's just lots of really interesting noises and sounds and that's what poetry is all about it's about the kind of really fun sounds that are created and a lot of the time these poems rhyme too and there's a real pleasure in going back to them and feeling feeling nostalgic about them so we're about to have our free writing time now if you are 
new to the podcast, free writing is when we take about seven to 10 minutes to have a little pause and write and empty our mind ready for the final prompt. I always give a prompt for the free writing too, because it hopefully will help you get started on writing if you kind of come to your notebook or your laptop and you can't think of what what to start with. So today's prompt is kiss, kiss. And you can take that where you will. Um, You can use it, you don't have to at all. But this is your opportunity to pause the podcast in just a second and get everything out of your mind that you need to, to free up your brain for some writing. I've lost my little bells I'm not sure where they've gone um so I've got a little maraca here that I will um shake uh, and at that point please feel free to pause the podcast and then come back ready to hear the final task all right welcome back to Georgia's poetry workshop I always take this moment to ask that if you're enjoying these workshops and finding them useful, then please consider donating the equivalent of a cup of coffee to me on my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Georgia's Poetry Workshop. This allows me to keep making the podcast, create this art, and also It means that you're helping people who might not otherwise be able to afford a workshop to access this one. So thank you very much in advance and thank you to those already donating. I really, I really do appreciate it. It helps a lot. So the final prompt today is, of course, we're going to create a nonsense poem. And I suppose the question is, where do I start with this? And maybe as you've been listening, you've come up with some ideas already the first i think would be the fun a fun thing to do is just to write down some words that you're just making up and take one of those and then go from there so you might think of new place names you might think of a sound a kind of um or something like that to begin the piece you might start with a new kind of adjective or verb It might also be quite fun to play with tone. So you might write a kind of rhyming poem for young people, but also you might want to have a go at writing a more serious sounding piece about perhaps a topic that you struggle to put into words. And so you have to create a new vocabulary for that. So it could be something like heartbreak or grief or um, a feeling of worry or panic about something of course they're quite difficult um, difficult things to think about let alone write about so definitely if you prefer to write um, for children and creating a rhyme and doing that sort of um, piece definitely do that another way into this would be to take a poem that you enjoy reading that you're familiar with and translating it into nonsense words 
and seeing if you can maintain the tone. And then from that, you might like to take some words from that and use them to prompt an entirely new poem. And if you're struggling to create these words in the first place, we'll perhaps rearrange some of the letters in specific words. You might also create a char- character like the Jabberwocky or the Jubjub Bird to then begin your begin an adventure for your reader. Finally, I would just like to point out that if you'd like to hear Spike Milligan um, read on the Ding Dang Dong, it's brilliant. It's got a musical, <laughs> there's a little musical introduction and everything. Um, and that is on the uh, website that I mentioned earlier, the Children's Poetry Archive. So a little short one today, but I hope you enjoyed it and looking forward to seeing you again next week please do share your work i'm on twitter at gc the writer and of course on patreon as well patreon.com forward slash george's poetry workshop thank you again to portamento for the music for this podcast and see you next time